last year in 2022, Disney Plus put out a special presentation of Werewolf by Night. For 2023, instead of giving us a new episode, they gave us the same damn thing, but in color. The Rotten Tomato score of 89% by the critics and 89% by the audience. This is Werewolf by Night in color. Welcome back to the Tales of Two Bros. My name is Angel. I'm Adon. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoiler alert. So like I said, last year came out, Werewolf by Night. We gave our, re- our thoughts on it. We reviewed it. I thought it's a great movie you could see every year. It could be an annual thing like Friday the 13th or Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe, Beetlejuice, The Crow, things of that nature. But here you have about like a 45-minute presentation. It's a one-shot. Yeah. And I believe in our review that I said it would be great if they could do it annually, a new episode. Yeah, so like I do it like a horror theme or continue the series annually. Yeah, I, we, we said something along those lines. It maybe doesn't have to be the same characters, which I would love to because I thought the characters here were awesome and the actors too. Uh, before we go into it, let's go over, let's recap the credits where credit is due. Oh, I thought you were going to tell people to see our first video, but. Well, well, that too, but, <laughs> but the first one was a black and white representation. This is a color representation, and this we should true. see like like which one do we like more? Mm, but okay. and here we go again. If I mispronounce the names, please forgive me. Directed by Michael Chiacchino. Writers: Heather Quinn, Peter Cameron, Jerry Conway, Michael G. Plug, Roy Thomas, Gene Thomas. Acting in here, you have Yael Garcia. Bernal playing Jack Russell, Laura Donnelly, Elsa Bloodstone. I swear her and Anne Hathaway need to make a movie together as sisters. No, yeah. They do look they do have a lot of similar characteristics. They they right. could pass as uh I would not necessarily sisters, but like cousins, maybe. Like relatives. Definitely. Same bloodline somewhere. Sisters. <laughs> Harriet Samson Harris as Barissa Kirk, or Thatcher as Joven. That was the Scottish guy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Eugenie Bunderunt as Azrael. I believe that was the David Bowie character. Leonardo yeah. Nam as Leon. Daniel J. Watts as Barroso. Carrie Jones as Man Thing or Ted. Um, they have a narrator, Rick D. Wasserman. When I heard the voice of narrator, I was thinking of someone else. And I was thinking either like, well, like we talked about this in the first uh, video, he he voiced Thor in the Avengers animated series, right? But the thing is, like, here and again, I would think it would be like someone else could have done a nice job. Maybe like Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown could have been the narrator. Like his voice could have stung, uh, been apropos for the setting. The late Lance Riddick, he would have been awesome. True, as the narrator. I mean, there's a lot of good voice actors out there uh, you know and personally I, I was fine with the narrator that we got no i understand but i'm just saying after hearing it again and for another time i mean i've seen it twice at, in black and white and i'm and that's all again in color i just thought wow that would have been really good if like those two actors one of them did the voicing if vincent price was still alive he would have been perfect for the narrator 
Uh, yeah. I, well, I mean, there, uh, there. I'm sure there's impersonators doing Vincent Price's voice, and yeah, they. But, but Vincent Price's state may not be happy with that. And no, no, probably not. Christopher Lee, who passed away, you can pick someone who's alive. I know. <laughs> Mark, Mark William Hamill, Defoe, William Defoe, William Defoe, William Defoe is in there. Morgan Freeman, <laughs> no. Um. Ooh, no, the the, the, the guy from Underworld. Which one? The brother. Uh, the the deep voice. Um, I can't remember his name. You mean the father, the head, the the guy who got his face slashed? That would have been good. Oh, I remember his name right now. Bill Nye. That the science guy? Not Bill Nye, the science guy. He played Victor, the guy we're talking about. Okay. Yes, his yeah. voice would have been awesome too. Absolutely. And what about Anthony Hopkins? Odin. Odin? You have Odin doing this? No. No. I I was thinking that too, but no. Even Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey can be menacing. He can be a very scary guy if he wanted to be. If he did like like a moderation of the Grinch voice. Yeah. No, he he could pull a scary character voice if he really wanted to. No, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. He's alive. He is. He is. I think if they did sequels like uh, or to like added more episodes like we were hoping, then yes, that would have been opportunities to change up the narrator and like, you know, different story, new narration kind of situation. Granted, that's what we got. We got the it's verbatim the same thing. Do we get anything new besides color? Let me just clarify no. that. Not that I remember. No, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. And you know what it reminded me of? It's like when, uh, like, oh, I watched this old Western in black and white, and now we got it in Technicolor. Well, yeah, uh, but do you know, like, when they do it that way, there's like a lot of, there's a, the colors are somewhat off still or grainy. Kind of overexposed, like, you know. Yeah, it looked here like they, it was more like HD. Like, they didn't, if they put it more into the graininess, of the 70s or the 80s films, I would appreciate that more. But it, it didn't really have that. It had some of the burnt marks. Yeah, and I because that was what was in the black and white, the burnt marks. Um, uh-huh. And I did notice that like it started off like grainy, and then it just smoothed out as the as time went on, and like almost to like picture perfect. I'm like, yeah. that's trippy to me. I mean, in the in the black and white version, they started in color and then went into black and white, and then they. Return to color at the end. Wait, they started in color in the black and white. I believe. I mean, I haven't seen I it since last year. I don't I remember it end, starting in color. I do remember the yeah. end going to color. Yes, when when the what's her name is holding the the, the bloodstone and, and she, she sits down. Yes, and it goes back into color. But now, for those listening or watching, you can listen to our review of that version of the black and white. Everybody will have it, the link put in either the comments or in a cue card somewhere on the video. Look for it. Maybe not. But <laughs> now watching in color, you're able to see something stick out more than you would in black and white. Because black and white, a lot of times it just blends in. Absolutely. In color, it, just, it sticks out. Before we go to our favorite moments or least favorite moments, what was your preference? What was your preference? I have to say the black and white, the novelty of the black and white, the way the light, you can tell by, by the lighting that it almost was more effective in black and white. For one, it's a very dark episode in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even though you have colors and you have certain things that are vibrant, 
everything gets muddled. Somehow when that happens in black and white, certain things will pop even more because of that effect. It lets your imagination kind of roll with it. Granted, I forgot how much blood was in the episode. I mean, there's a lot of deaths. Yes. Especially with Azrael. True. The way she was killed. I don't, that one I maybe don't remember the way she was killed where I, she gets uh, cut in the throat, I believe, and then gets chopped in the head with a sword. Yeah. No, that's right. Also, mm-hmm. that was how well it was in the black and white? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because for some reason, it looked like they added something there that I, I didn't remember from before. The the blood splatter looks more vibrant. Uh, so like, Of course. Yeah. Because it's like reddish and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, a Leon uh, lost his arm and he got shot in the throat. Or the jaw that was vivid. I like it, like in which I we watch action. I watch horror, and I'm like, I'm doesn't surprise me none. The fact that I'm watching it on Disney Plus for Disney Plus and for like that, there's a lot of death and violence in this one episode. You're right, which well, we don't I thought really black and it. white you can get away with because it's black and white. Correct. Here, and I guess from here, and especially is a paid subscription that they can get away with like oh network television you can't do that network television if it's gonna be overly grotesque or bloody it has to go to black and white to stay within the parameters of the of the guidelines correct or just cut some of those scenes down in order to fit those guidelines i mean a perfect example is kill bill there's an extent there's a version where there's blood all over the place and for it not to be rated at nr or possibly x quentin tantino cut that scene into a black and white so the blood is not so much there in the sense of redness it's still blood we know what it is but the red is where yeah the, the film people had a problem with exactly um it, it, battle angel alita mm-hmm. case in point that's a great example also when you know, the cyborgs they don't bleed blood blood they bleed like this blue oil wow. we all know that they used to be humans there's blood somewhere but apparently they're like nope we swapped that out and we're okay now <laughs> right speaking about the violence and like that well first the, what did you prefer before you get black into? and white Okay. I I appreciate the color, Mm -hmm. but I prefer the black and white. Yeah. I mean, if they did, if they did the color in the way how it was back in the seventies, where they were trying to make the black and white originals into color, into Technicolor, like you said, and they had that little imperfections, I would appreciate it more. So it, and um, this brings up a good question for me, just on a mental note. Did you watch the justice league black and white? No. Then scratch that question. Ignore me. Okay. I was going to ask if you prefer, like, if there was ever a time you watched something that was Logan. That's a good, a good example. Didn't see it in black and black and white. Okay. I meant to because it's Logan Noir. Yeah, I meant to, and that's a perfect movie actually to see in black and white. Yeah, and I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Honestly, you could flip a coin. I will watch it black and white or in color. Right. That was a movie I liked so much I couldn't care less what color it was in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can I can picture certain franchises just won't go well in one versus the other. That's what I was trying to get at. Gotcha. Can we go back to here now? Absolutely. Okay. So m- besides the violence, the action was a little more crisper or easier to follow. Follow. I mean, with her, Elsa, she is a badass. I, mean, I she remember got that her being a bright red shirt, uh, like jacket, jacket. easy but to follow. But no, but besides that, but to see her move and things of that nature, and in a sense, I, I forgot how well she moved because 
she's like the, I hate to do it, but she's it's very Black Widow of her. This has a, the agility, the, the legs locks, the body spins that mm-hmm. she did. Uh, but you have to be sometimes, you know, female, you have to, you can't fight like strength to strength against a man because a man was always going to win. So you have yeah. to have the upper hand in another way. And, and she did that perfectly. Now, be it with Laura Donnelly, who played Elsa, or her stunt woman, both of them did well, especially when she, she went to get the arrow, the arm crossbar. Process, yeah. excuse me and then she went down spun around and flipped over onto the step to shoot the the scotman oh no no, no, no she the, shot uh leorne that's the right. scene that's yeah right. she, right. Leon, she shot dipped him. into the little uh crevasse and like right. used and her she, hips to come back up she hid from the scotman yeah which yeah. we got into the debate uh about like that was the moment she actually killed leorne because like i you think she, she didn't no you she did, she did. no i said she did I know, but I'm saying I thought she suffocated him because he was, Both. yeah, and that was like, he, yeah, he got stabbed in the jaw, but I think he more suffocated than anything. Right. But the thing is, she still killed those, him. Yeah. You think those darts were not poisonous? And it's possible. Yeah, of course. Why would he shoot a dart and not be poisonous? That'd be useless. Maybe he was just that good. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I, mean, I get you in the eye. Sense. Um, she covered his she covered his mouth just for she he can't make any noise. True, and he was just like choking. By the same um, token, yeah, he probably choked on her on the blood. Yeah, from that as well by being a poison and by her covering all the openings, the mouth and the nose was mm-hmm. covered. So either way, he died. Yeah, no matter way. The the Scotman still one of my favorites. Still one of my favorites. He remind me from the Scotland from Samurai Jack. Still, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't help it. It was I was still cracking up with that. My least though for Rusa, a cycle stepmother. Yeah, yeah. I, she just like it was like overacting a little too much. It was I just couldn't wait for her to die. Well, that was why it worked in the black and white for me. The overacting, it, like in color, it just it looks even more ridiculous. Like I didn't like the just makeup wise. The red makeup that ran down, and like it, if it was like just black makeup, like it was in the black and white, would have looked cool. That would to me, I just it was just everyone was on point. The acting was not over the top. It was they played it very real, which makes it even better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. She was like severely over the top. Even her her butler was like over the top in a way that when he was cranking the the coffin, yeah, he was like. <clears throat> And uh, I was like, "Dude, just turn, just turn, just turn." It's not that hard. And did you like but, the uh, the final fight scene better in color? No, it, I like the black, especially one in the hallway before the door is coming down in black and white. It is more intense, in my opinion. Than the it color. feels more intense. Like you could see, like when he rips open the guy's stomach, and and oh, yeah. and, and does stuff, but but just the for feel. me, the black and white, yeah. And then and plus that, again, that, that one guard. It's like get out of there! Why you're in the corner, holding the baton, and you're there. like, just just get out of there! Like you see the door coming down, just get out, <laughs> escape, man, escape! Your boys are done; they're no longer there. It's like you have don't. He's like that one, like that again. The same thing with like a from Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee, where Bruce Lee is toying the nunchucks. He just took out like five guys, and then there's one guy standing there, just looking. And just, yeah, he does the thing. He poses, and the guy says, well, let me get him now. And I was like, dude, you have no chance. And then he gets his ass knocked out. 
So it's like the same thing. It would have been funnier and more apropos if that guy said, screw it, I'm out of here. Or um, if he tried to crawl out through the door and then got either crushed him or he got pulled back. Even, yes. Even so, it's like, you're not getting away. Exactly. That would have been great. I also find, I always uh, also like the relationship with Ted and Jack Russell, which I find a hysterical name, Jack Russell. That's a dog, but Jack Russell. <laughs> yeah, that's... But again, he's a werewolf, so I guess it's apropos for his name. The relationship there, seeing it again, it's like you, you feel their, their camaraderie. history. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, the camaraderie, but the history. Like they've been there for a while. They have each other's back and they've been through a lot together. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very Chewbacca and Han Solo. Yeah, kind of, yeah. But because, you know, because Ted is talking in a language that no one understands except for Jack. Same thing with Han and Chewie. Mm-hmm. I, and I do like the design and look of Man-Thing. Like, oh, yeah. I thought that was very well. And both black and white and color, Man-Thing just looks good. That I was very impressed with uh, still, still to this day. Um, no, it's very good. It's, I mean, is this worth the watch? Regardless of being black and white or in color. I, I was perfectly fine rewatching it and I'll like rewatch it again. I mean, it should be an annual thing in my opinion. I'm gonna watch it every year. It's not a long episode, it's about forty five minutes. It's not long at all. It flows very well. Yeah. No, it's it's a easy something to just have on and enjoy. Like how the when the narration came in, right? And explaining a little bit about the bloodstone and who had it and and why everyone's coming together. I like that. It's real quick. It's simple. It's clean. Oh, yeah. And we, we get the understanding that people are getting together because the the person who owned it has passed away. Now, with the score, it's tied of 89% with the critics and with the audience. I would give it a solid 90, maybe a 95. Disney and Marvel need to come together and make this a new episode every year let's revisit these characters let's revisit jack let's revisit ted yeah uh, aren't they part or of maybe, like the monster squad or something like that isn't there like no the howling commandos right but i think that's going to be a could it, be wrong but i think that's going to be an animation or am i am i, am I could be wrong well there, there was talk about it that it was supposed to be like led up to because of blade and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i don't know where that's going right now I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a one shot of Elsa. You no, know, Elsa's a badass in the comics. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or she, have a team up with the three of them again. I mean, uh, I remember in the comics, like, there was a moment where, like, uh, like she teams up with Blade. And the entire time that she's teaming up, up with Blade and other monster hunters, of course, she's talking a lot of junk to Blade. Blade is one of those characters you just don't talk smack to. And she talks smack to him all day. Oh, what you hunt? Vampires? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> well, you can see that a little bit in the episode here, how she's very confident. Um, not that confident, but condescending, sarcastic. True. True. Uh, very independent. So you see that there. Well, not so independent because she, <laughs> she needed. She, she did needed team up Jack. with Jack. <laughs> yeah. But she saw an opportunity. <laughs> right. When he was transforming and you see her and he's in the background, that was more intense in the black and white than the color. Yes. And it was very, that was very much old school, like 1950s, right. 40s horror, like the way yeah. they did that style, which makes it beautiful for that. Yeah. You don't see the person, but you see the 
the the reaction of people watching as well as the silhouette of the character. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's totally good. I mean, they did a they did a good job. Black and white or color did a, a great job with this one shot. I just hope that they did it in. I mean, I just hope that they will give us more of these characters. Would you have uh, been more inclined for the color if there was like deleted scenes in it or like a, like an extended cut? Sure. I mean, whatever. I mean, why not? But why not put it in a black and white too? It's fair. I don't disagree. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, they should do a, a seasonal one shot. Let's revisit them because these are really good characters. I mean, Man Thing is a like a D-list character and the way they brought him here was like B plus Ooh. right there in a sense. What would have been this? I think this would have been a cool episode if they did a crossover episode, like Werewolf uh, by Night meets Moon Knight. Well, in the comics, that's how we met Moon Knight. Exactly. What's with Werewolf by Night? Mm-hmm. It was his comic book, and it's like featuring or introducing Moon Knight. And we saw that in the Moon Knight series that when when you saw a QR code and you scanned it, you get the magazine. Showed the comic. You get the comic book of Werewolf by Night with the first appearance of Moon Knight. So I think, yeah, why not? And Moon Knight season two is supposed to be coming out. Mm-hmm. It'll be a great reconnection or, t- or bring him, bring Jack and Man-Thing somehow into the fold. There's a little cameo or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Or ep- no, 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 maybe not a cameo, but maybe an episode. They're all together and have to do something for some reason. True, true, true. All right, guys. That is our marvelous review of Werewolf by Night in. Come. Have you seen it? What was your favorite moment? Let us know in the comments below. Also, if you have a show or movie you'd like us to review, please either comment below or email us at tales2bros at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you too.